0: What's good, listeners? Welcome to the Chris Collins Show live on 22S Radio. That is 88.1 FM HD 3. Good morning, Marissa. How's it going? Good
1: morning, Chris Collins. It is going fabulous. We have beautiful SoCal weather. That's
0: true. And I just want to remind all the listeners out there, young millennials, go out there and vote. The California primary is happening on March 3rd. So if you haven't registered to vote, we need to pull a huge driving force. And by the
1: way, you can vote early.
0: That's true. Vote That's by right. mail.
1: Oh, no, you can walk in. They have early voting in. right now in all of the uh, your designated voting places. Just walk in and vote. So, you yeah, it look now. it up.
0: It's, it's that simple. California vote registration. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a great show for everybody. Our guest Skyping in today is Will and Bobby Bentham from UK Punk Band. You know, the Blackpool Thrashers. Woo! Strange Bones. So, I'm really looking forward to that one. And check out our new YouTube episode, Drop, featuring fossil excavator, Harrison Duran. All right, it's time to rock and roll. All right, this is hashtag TLDR, too long, don't read. We did all the reading for you, so you didn't have to do it. Listeners, did you know that the iPhone X has facial recognition? So drag queens like RuPaul won't be able to unlock their phones when they take their makeup <laughs> off. So, I mean, literally, all jokes <laughs> aside. in an article from CNET titled, Clearview AI's entire client list stolen in a data breach by Alfred Nidge. Clearview AI, a facial recognition company, has sparked privacy concerns surfacing from data stolen, which included its entire list of customers, the number of searches those customers have made, and how many accounts each customer had set up. Clearview's clients are mostly law enforcement agencies with police departments in Toronto, Atlanta, and Florida all using the technology. During Season 4 of the Chris Collins Show, CEO Roland Mishuvik from AI company 21 Billion Neurons addressed whether the government should regulate artificial intelligence
2: yeah I think uh we should all be open to everything and and have a very very open debate about how we're going to make sure this is going to be used in a in a good way right. um, just running behind and trying to just uh, fix things up in hindsight is not going to work. Um, I think it's important that that politics and the tech community get together in this and figure it out jointly. Mm -hmm. Because often it's like, uh, I don't know, there's been backlash against Facebook in hindsight and there's probably going to be more backlash. And um, the the whole system is not quite working. You know, it's like uh, we're trying to patch things and then other things pop up over here and then we're trying to patch that and then there's Mm -hmm. another
0: issue. And Roland is right. I mean, we don't have time to wait for AI companies to regulate our data privacy. Clearview AI, in their own words, state that database of images wasn't hacked. Then explain to me why tech giants like Google, Facebook, and Microsoft now have sent Clearview AI cease and letters for scraping images hosted on their platforms. So Tom and Marissa, why is the U.S. government in support of AI companies breaching our data privacy without our consent?
1: Tom, are
0: you there? Yes, hello. Hey, how's it going, Tom? And I'm looking forward to this because we got Tom Nakami, and uh, you wrote your first blog for us last week, and you were talking about how the the Russians are coming. So, Tom, what do you think about this situation? Should the U.S. government... Why is U.S. government in support of AI companies breaching our data?
2: Well, no, no, no. First of all, I want to tell you, it wasn't (laughs) Russian government. It wasn't KGB. And it wasn't even me. Yeah, I promise. It wasn't even me. Are you sure it wasn't are you, you sure? Tom? Are you sure? I mean, are, do well,
0: you know the... Think- no, I'm not, really, I'm not really sure. But <laughs> still, just believe me, it wasn't
1: me. Did you just steal my face?
0: I think you did. I mean, literally, as we're having him with right now, luckily he's not Skyping with us right now. He's calling in. So we have to protect ah, our safety, right? That's I why see. we keep the Russian on the phone and we keep the band Strange Bones on Skype. Right, Tom? <laughs>
2: Uh, well, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom, why do you think the U.S. government isn't trying to crack down on this?
2: What? Well, actually, like, speaking seriously, I think things like that happened before. Like, let's say, there was news how uh, Google lost people's data uh, because of some reason, and other companies did the same. So I actually kind of agree with uh, to some extent that this guy, Tony, said that uh, right now, it's very common case, but that that is being closed very often. But in the same time, uh, I think it's also like U.S. government, maybe probably related to Patriot Act. Remember this Patriot Act after uh that was signed by George Bush? And this mm. act, as all of us know, that uh, U.S. government, law enforcement can, uh, uh, like... Uh, but but really, hey, Tom, we're starting to run like, out of time. But I she's do she's want she's to her. let all the
0: listeners know that Tom the has wrote another blog on Clearview AI bringing his, uh, you know, his Russian culture into this influence. Because we That's hear constantly right. that Russia, Russia, Russia is coming. But this company has a database of three billion photos that are collected from the internet, including websites like YouTube, Facebook, Venmo, and LinkedIn.
1: in an article from yahoo finance titled new report finds only 16 percent of millennials qualify as financially literate by ben werschel werschel states the lack of financial literacy intersects directly with the student loan crisis. Statistics show Americans have $1.6 trillion in outstanding debt, working yeah, out to $29,200 per borrower. Because of our astronomical debt, millennials need to be the most financial literate. Dr. Andrea Hassler states... The problem here is that financial literacy is highly linked to money management behavior and saving and planning for retirement. Now, look, I know I struggle with saving anything, let alone thinking about retirement. Right, so we are
0: actually putting some of the Chris Collins Show yes. interns to the test so, to see if they are financially literate. Hassler
1: has created a three multiple-choice questionnaire to test your financial one, acumen. And uh, Tom, the commie, you're going to join in on this, too. Okay, but so, we also have
0: Diana and Ian in the studio. and Diana skills.
1: and Ian, these are our interns. And we're going to see how financially <laughs> literate you are. So just so you know, well, FYI, I scored hundred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris okay. got two out of three, and let's see where you score with our shows interns. All right, so listeners, play along too. So, question number one is an A, B, or C answer, right? Wait, who's it for though? Is it for, it's for both of you. Uh, <laughs> you? Get to work together. <laughs> and Tom, are you on here? Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, are you on?
0: <laughs> no, we lost Tom. He probably no. He's All right, your Tom, you line. can you can
1: tr- you can uh, you can chime in too. Ready? All right, suppose <laughs> you had $100 in a savings account and the interest rate was 2% per year. After five years, how much do you think you would have in the account if you left the money to grow? Here are your answers A, you would have more than $102. B, exactly $102 or C, less than
2: $102? More than $102. More than
1: a hundred. A- hey! <laughs> hey, Tom, what do you say? What do you say, Tom?
2: Well, actually, I think I don't really care about that so much. All right. And... <laughs> Cut his life. <laughs> You're so.
1: Imagine that. So that was correct. More than 102. Well, let's do. Imagine more more since we're that the out of interest time. rate on your savings account was one percent per year, and inflation was two percent per year. After one year, how much would you be able to buy with the money in this account? A. More than today. B. Exactly the same. Or less than today.
2: More than today. Oh, I was gonna say well, less than. I'm not- Already as much, so I still want Confirm. to have Lock one million dollars. But I think it's gonna be number A.
1: Number A, all right. Yes, it is yes. less. No, yeah, no, you're wrong too. You, you and Anne are both wrong. But Diana got it. It is yes. less than today. Yes. Yes. If your inflation is higher than the money in your account, you make less. Money.
0: I'm so not glad bad, we get to educate the listeners. I mean, my head hurts when I start thinking about financial literacy. Well,
2: <laughs> richest yeah, country in the world.
0: Okay, and we're still well,
1: having Tom, a hard time. Thank Tom. you, interns. Thank you very <laughs> much. we only going to do two questions today. Not too bad. Not too bad. I like it. Well, don't feel bad if you didn't hit them all. Baby boomers only got 49 percent right.
0: All right, listeners, did you catch the Democratic debate last Wednesday? Because in an article from The Federalist titled, The Best Tweets of the Las Vegas Democratic Debate by Kyle Salmon. So here is a list of the eye-catching comments made on Twitter. Users on the social media platform were quick to respond to Mike Bloomberg's performance in the opening minutes as Mark Hemingway, senior writer for real clear investigation tweets, yup. Out of the gate, everyone is going after Bloomberg, even though he's not the front runner. To NR senior political correspondent Jim Guarati tweeting Jesus, Elizabeth Warren is scalping Mike Bloomberg on live television. On, duh,
1: duh. To Just my
0: questioning of the Las Vegas debate <laughs> being handled by CBS tweeting. Who's bound to get it wrong tonight, Gail King or Mike Bloomberg? But we're starting to run out of time with this. But Marissa, if mm-hmm. you can think of anybody who you thought was successful at, you know, the, the last Democratic debate, who was it? One answer. Successful Sanders. Yes. Sanders was Marissa's successful type. That's right. And I just gotta say, we also tweeted: Can Tom Steyer get a new tie? He looks like a Scottish <laughs> terrier. Yeah, that's right. It's just talking. I am beyond stoked because we got, we got the lads all the way from Blackpool, the thrashers, Strange Bones. We got Bobby, Bobby and Will Bennett. How you guys doing?
1: Can you guys hear us? Can you hear us?
0: Are you guys in the don't ghost? Do you guys hear audio? Just... They don't hear audio. Do you hear us now? I can't hear anything. How about now? Oh. oh. Do you hear us now?
1: now? Oh, oh. Do you hear us? Now?
0: There we go. There yeah. we Yay. go. How you guys doing? I had to hit another button. You, you only hear myself, not Marissa. Oh, that's funny. Hey, but hey, I just wanted to let all the listeners know out there, you guys are strange bones. You guys are punk thrashers. And just to kind of explain a little bit with you guys. uh, Can you hear us? Oh, good to hear Uh, hear us. Oh, that's so funny. I'm looking at you through Skype, (laughs) and I'm thinking you're hearing me, and I'm all rattling off. But, hey, I'm beyond (laughs) stoked, guys, because I think this is really cool. We're having a cross-the-pond talk right now. We're here in Los Angeles, California, while you guys are in Blackpool, United Kingdom. And i got to say – how is it going, guys? Are you doing good? Are you guys staying uh, warm? <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty. It's not too cold there at
3: the moment. It's yeah. always cold there, mate. It's, yeah, it's, it's, cold. Is
0: pretty it's cold. always cold. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean, but when does summer come? <laughs> because I know Will, you were telling me that it's only like three days summer, and then the rest of the year it's just <laughs> it's winter. We get a solid three days of summer. But, but what's no, I, it. How do the people of Blackview, uh, Blackpool view climate change, for example? Because you guys are always, you know, in the cold 24-7. You hardly see the sun. I mean, I even saw online that they sometimes say it gets dark at 3.45 p.m. And then it it doesn't get fully dark until 10 p.m. So is climate change a real thing for people out there in Blackpool? Oh, no. <laughs> is climate no.
4: change a real
0: thing? That- <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I mean, because you guys are the closest Yes, climate change is a real thing. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Because you guys are
3: right next to Antarctica, right? No, but to be fair, we've actually, over the past three weeks, have had three massive storms here.
1: Yeah, you guys had massive flooding, correct?
3: Yeah, massive flooding. And uh, we actually shot our music video, which is out next week, in uh, Storm Dennis. Mm.
1: Ooh, hello, Storm Dennis getting his debut. And let me guess,
0: is this for that new single, (laughs) Underdogs? Yeah, let's go. And I love that song. We're going to be talking, and we'll be talking a lot more about the music when we get into Strike a Court. But this is an opportunity for the listeners to kind of get to know you guys beyond the music. And I was reading articles about you guys. And one of the funny responses that you guys said, I believe it was Bobby who said this. You were saying you're the milkman's child. What does Ooh. that even mean? <laughs> well, like,
3: Will, Will and Jack like, look a lot of, like each other. Whereas um, I don't look like them at all. So the milkman's child means, well, I, I guess today it would be the Amazon man's child. <laughs> that's like, man's child that's true. That is yeah. the
1: update.
0: <laughs> and how is yeah. it like playing uh, with all your brothers in the band? I mean, that's got to be quite but, the experience. We hate each
3: other. Yeah, we hate, we hate so each other time, but <laughs> That's why you got to drink a lot
0: of beer, right? Just before every yeah. show, during the show, and after the show, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, it's only early morning at 10 but a.m. I, and you guys I, are drinking oh, at 6 p.m. I think you guys are the first guests So that's listeners, while they are they are
1: drinking Stella Trois. I know my husband Jay says what's up, and I'm sure he is also oh, yes, drinking dear. a Stella Artois right now. <laughs> and
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I gotta ask, because Will, you are also known as the master of spray cans. What yes. does this mean? I mean, because I, when I hear a punk, I think of anarchy, and when I hear spray can, hey, that that sounds it's like anarchy.
3: Spray to me. Paint. Are you talking
0: about spray paint or deodorant? Oh, is that <laughs> what you're talking about? Are you a sneaky guy? You're the weird guy in the band, I'm guessing. <laughs> you're the Do you the, are you the one yeah, that has them. the weird habits? No, I've, been told, I've been
3: told I'm weird. Uh, <laughs> no, but Will. I'm pretty good with spray paint.
1: Yeah. Will, talk a little bit about your art because uh, for some of our listeners, Will is actually a very accomplished um, artist that does spray paint murals around um, the cities. That's insane. You guys
3: are so nice. We've been in the interview for like two minutes, and you're giving out compliments. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's just people being mean to us. So <laughs> this is a nice change.
1: Aww, we, we try to be nice. Hey, only we, only we'll only we like
0: you haven't no, <laughs> We're only getting started.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm spray painting. I paint murals and canvases. That's I, uh. So you like
0: the young Banksy of the punk and rock and roll.
3: No, not really no. mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have Banksy's <laughs> bank account. Let's put that I'm way. My own flag. <laughs> You're right All right, Bobby, are you uh are you artistically talented besides uh singing and playing?
3: Yeah, I'm a tattoo artist. What? I didn't know
1: that. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, when are you coming back to the States, man? Like Jay and I need some ink. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll put uh, you up. Yeah, I told I you, I you guys always got a place to, to stay.
3: <laughs> um uh, hopefully, in hopefully the end of summer actually.
1: Oh, nice! Well, yeah, you guys-
3: we're in some some works at the moment, uh, trying to get some shows out in the states. Yeah, that's great. Nice. I, I can't wait
0: for that because uh, we need some anarchy here in the United States. I mean, we're currently in the middle of our election, and I'm just going to kind of jump right to it because I know, as you guys, as UK punkers, uh, what are your thoughts about Brexit? Because not too many Americans really know about the situation, and I think it'd oh, be man.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been talking to—I've talked to a lot of um like US bands and uh, rappers and producers and that—and they're they're all talking to me about ah oh, coming to the UK. I'm like, do it soon because mm-hmm. like everyone's screwed, man. It's like mm. it's the the visas, like the tax you'll have to pay on merchandise. It's gonna be crazy. Like after Brexit, it's, it's going to be really hard for our overseas bands to tour in the UK.
1: Yep, that's very true. And
0: how do you guys adjust uh, with the change? Because it's obviously happening in your country. Yeah, it's
3: going to make life a lot harder for us traveling around Europe as well.
0: Hmm.
3: Um, so we'll have to get a visa for every different country. We'll have to pay tax on all our merch. And it's it's basically, it's 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 cutting the legs off. UK music because anyone that's not a really established band is gonna ha- is the, the the only way they're gonna be able to afford to go to Europe to do a tour is if they're selling out 800 cap venues.
0: Wow, which, which is, is really
3: pretty hard. mad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and I already know, especially here in uh, the United States, like, like House of Blues, for example, they're always taking about twenty to twenty-five percent right off the top of every merchandise. So that's why I'm always seeing. Like, yeah, it's insane. So imagine if English. you in the UK were getting taxed, and the venue takes a certain percentage away from you guys. I mean, isn't that where most of the money's coming from? Especially with Strange, but oh, yeah. One thing I noticed about your guys' band is. As, especially for punk rockers, I don't see too many people uh, pumping out as many singles as you guys do. And is this kind of an effort to fight back towards the digital streaming platforms?
3: Uh no, not really. I, I love the digital streaming platforms. I think they're great. Um, I do also love vinyl as well. You know, yeah. you, you've got to adapt in this in this modern world. Like you've got to adapt. And the reality is, like, people's attention spans these days are are not what they used to be, including my own, including our generation. Yeah, right. So, like, my idea behind releasing loads of music is just constant streaming because we can now. Yeah. Like, you go about, like, 40 years, and you couldn't do that. Like, you couldn't even get in the studio. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything's right. more accessible, isn't it? Being in a band... It's more accessible to
0: put your tunes out there. And as a listener, you have everything.
3: It's all in your pocket, right?
0: I mean, our past used to be known as snack pockets. (laughs) Now they're like the digital gurus. Now we're suffering from like a (laughs) syndrome called phantom voices where we always feel like we have like a text or call coming in. But then there's nothing in your pocket and your phone's been on your desk this whole entire time but i think that's a great point
1: was it called a phantom what yeah,
0: it's like you know the phantom syndrome it's like a phantom voice where you feel like you're always having a vibration on you 24 7 because we're so that's attached that's called a vibrator that is <laughs> called a dildo for you marissa okay
1: why i'm over here I actually like down pressing down every button
0: for marissa no i'm just kidding
1: whoa, whoa. well on that note so who is the lover in the band Ooh, who pulls all the uh the fans, yeah,
0: because it seems like uh, Will's uh, the uh, weird uh. guy, right? I mean, he's already addressed I don't
3: that. do who so, is it. Bobby, who's the are you the lover? Uh, yeah, I got girlfriend though. No, so you're, you're like, the
4: lover, because you're I tied girl. down.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not you're...
1: saying you have to cheat, but who I'm is like who is know. the person in the band that has that like? If they had to pick, who's the the machismo, sexy, walking around <laughs> person with that shirt off, like a John Sykes type? Vibe.
0: Okay, you're putting quite the image for the listeners out there. Who in strange Who is bones it? would that be? Is it your drummer? Is it Nuddy?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Drummers are the sexiest.
0: Why is it? Why? why they're, they're the ones in the back. Um, they I always know thought it was supposed to be the vocalists. They know to how to pound their
1: sticks. <laughs> all right, let's, let's stop Marissa
0: while she gets too ahead of herself. But, you know, <laughs> but we were talking about Brexit and we were talking about how it's definitely influencing UK bands out there in that country. But obviously you guys have been hearing about the coronavirus going all across the world, which is totally insane. And I want to be able to talk about that when we get right back from <laughs> the Modelo from this, virus. The Modelo. <laughs> nah, man, I've been listening to Anthrax since '86. That's how you—that's how you miss the coronavirus. <laughs> hey, but stick around, everybody, because we got Strange Bone skyping all the way in from Blackpool. So we will be right back after this commercial break. All right, we are back in the studio and happy birthday, Lily Joy. We love you That's so much. Right. You've always been a huge fan with us and we always love having you on. But hey, Right now we got Strange Bones and right before we got into the commercial break, I wanted to address, you know, the coronavirus. And you guys were already saying Brexit is already making it a lot harder for a lot of UK bands to be successful in this moment. So with the coronavirus so like this morning, for example, right, when I woke up, I know it's six PM for you guys, but Green Day just came out this morning saying that they're postponing their entire Asia tour because of the coronavirus. What are the precautions yeah. that you guys are going to be taking, or is that even something you guys are thinking about? Uh, well, there's
3: only been a few cases in the UK, so it's not really something we're thinking about right now, and we're not we're not going out Europe anytime soon. So I think we'll be all right. Did you guys? Did you, Dennis, mate. Yeah. <laughs> did
1: you guys pack a two you week supply?
0: You build
3: a
1: boat. We'll build a boat. Did you guys pack a two-week supply in case it hits? Because that's what our American government is telling uh, us to do—is no, pack two, that's two really
4: weeks. That's frenzy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is they don't,
1: they don't a two week knees, supply like. of cello if, <laughs> yeah, if I don't have right. enough beer for my husband, I think he might die.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Maybe. Yeah, and, you're gonna need to get him a few, a few crates in.
0: But Quite let me get into <laughs> this because I'm watching you guys on the Skype, and I know the listeners can't see this, but this is the most gangster thing I've ever seen. With Strange Bones smoking is bringing that Bobby and, and Will, drinking. they'd be smoking and drinking. So let me ask you this: <laughs> What comes <laughs> first for Strange Bones? Sex, drugs? Or the rock and roll. It's a combination of all three. No, 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 no! You gotta, you gotta pick one. You can't cheat me out, Will. You can't force me to pick an order. I have to. You okay? Fine. You got hey, play along, all right? Because you know what? You know I'm gonna have to get straight on into this point. What does the United Kingdom have that's better than the United States? Uh, Is it a vague question? Because I had some what, questions. Fish and
1: chips, yes. Fish and yes. Chi- You know
0: what's so funny? My uh, my technical I'm manager Eric Frias, was like. He was like, please yeah. ask about the fish and chips. Fresh, I'm like, that's no, random. The Blackpool oh
1: fish and chips are probably the best. Of, and it's Blackpool specifically. Yeah. Well, Some describe it, Bobby. I mean, how's that fish have, and chips I have, like? I
3: have fish and
0: chips like two times a week. Oh, my gosh.
1: They're pretty, And their yeah, Indian I'm, food is way better than Americans. I'm Indian like a, food. a basic
0: white girl going over to like, uh, oh, my gosh, Farmer Boys and getting my fish and chips.
1: And also, <laughs> your guys' food. <laughs> no, their food is fresher. So if you go into one of their like, they're kind of like a 7-Eleven. But I don't know. They're so, called something else over there. But, Yeah, Tesco. So if you go into a Tesco, you can get a pizza like in a fridge, but it's fresh. Like it's not this like processed, frozen, disgusting stuff that we have It's not Amazon. It's not Amazon. It's not Tesco is. I'll Amazon. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. But I wanted to ask you this because I was looking up all these things that the United Kingdom does that's so different than the United States. And I'm watching you guys, you know, smoking a cigarette as we're having this interview. And I thought this was really hysterical because why do the British people say I'm going out for a fag when they want to go have a cigarette? Do you guys say that?
3: Yeah, sometimes, yeah. It's
0: before our time, though, it just is what it is, isn't it? How, how did that get started? That's the funniest it's thing dis- I've heard.
3: It's different in different cities, though, because like our mate who's from Liverpool calls it a biff.
0: Okay. Well, wow. like, obviously we call splits biffs. Like,
3: weed is biff to us. But, like, <laughs> and it's like a when you guys are getting
0: drunk, you guys are like, "I'm getting pissed drunk. I'm pissed." And I'm like, usually we're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, okay. Bobby, will chill. Right. And they're like, "What oh, does
1: what <laughs> does it mean when someone says they made out with someone?"
3: like got into him oh my husband got thinks it means him. sex no made out it's like
0: uh a friend's kiss
3: it's so a that, kiss okay so, so that's one my thing. husband's
1: just crazy well i guess maybe
0: we're not so worlds apart or ponds <laughs> apart maybe we do consider it both make it out but i got a few other things right here because i love this i mean relationship building happens in the pub would you agree with that
3: Oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, the relationships are built in pubs are, are normally quite aggressive and really? result result in, uh, <laughs> in uh, scraps.
0: And when does the bar or the pu- I see I'm seeing the bar. See, we see the bar over here in America. When does the we pub? Yeah, pl- <laughs> <laughs> so, but when, but when does the bar and the pubs? When did when did they close down in Blackpool, for example?
3: Uh, it depends. Uh, some of them, are, well. The pubs normally, some of them latest, like I'd say half one.
0: Half one, two a.m. But the,
3: the bar, the bars are open until like four, five. Jesus,
0: I mean, I know four here in California times. they've been trying to open up the bars until four a.m. Are you guys advocates for drinking until right. four? Mate, Four is early 4 hours, m. mate. You guys are like, that's way too early. You're like, I've already been cranking it. Four is the middle of the night, like, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, 10
3: AM. Ten, 10, a. 10 a. is like. Oh my gosh. So do
0: you guys get do you guys think you could drink Marissa Pitts under the table?
3: I don't know, maybe.
0: No. Ooh.
1: No. Stay hanging around with Jay, I'm gonna so. tell you right now <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now no and when you guys come out this summer, we'll put you up and I will drink you under our
0: table. Yeah, like literally <laughs> we'll start that as like an own culture like we get all crisscross applesauce with actually, pound beer under the table. I can even and...
1: out drink my husband really I just don't do it on a daily uh-huh. basis.
0: What's your go-to drink then when you guys are in Blackpool? Is it always that Stella 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 um, everywhere you go. see, I'm a Budweiser guy. How is ew. blood Budweiser ew. viewed in Blackpool?
3: I saw eyes.
0: When I was in Japan, it cost more money to Down drink Budweiser ew. than Heineken. I was beyond shocked.
3: Budweiser
1: <laughs> but,
0: is gross. Hey, we're in the middle of just talking. We got the band Strange Bones and we got Bobby and Will. Bobby's the vocalist and we got Will as the bassist. And stick around because we're going right on into Strike a Chord. Hey, guys, so for all the listeners out there that want to know Strange Bones and how can they follow them on social media? Uh,
3: type Strange Bones into Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Or
0: just Google it. Or just Google it, right? I mean, us millennials, right? We're always making everything so difficult. It's like, stop worrying about our user tag. Just type in Strange Bones and you're going to find also,
1: it. And um, also, we will be able to, once we have our strike a chord for this season up, all of our listeners can access their music directly That's from right. the com. So you can go on now, become a member. You'll get their podcast dropped right away and be able to continue to follow Strange Bones.
0: That's right, Marissa. So this is the part where we love to get into it with each band. Right they come on during Strike Accord, and how did the influence start for you two lads to jump in and play some music?
3: Uh, well, our parents, our parents have been in the, the like the punk scene for the past four years, so we got kind of thrown into um, uh, like a, a punk childhood, which was surrounded by music, um, which kind of nurtured an, an abrasive attitude towards life in a good way. Uh, my mum my and dad used to manage a band called One Way System. Mm. Which oh, is yeah? J's, That's
1: my husband's band.
3: <laughs> um, and those bands like UK Subs, GBA, Chanting nowhere League, all these bands. So we didn't really have like a, a kind of easy, easy listening childhood. So I mean- we got thrown into music. We just wanted to play it.
0: Well, I think that's awesome because I, I wish I grew up in a family that had some punk influence. I kind of had to learn by myself, get all rowdy. I got into the heavy metal scene and then you know, the punk, and then that's kind of what got me into politics. But instead of all the politics nonsense, what music do you hear today that you're just like, it's absolute crap? Like, cause I can name um, one. I mean, to me, I'm not. like, I keep hearing about Billie Eilish, for example. I, love I don't her. see who, why she's so successful. I love do her. You I really guys, like why do you think Billie Eilish is so successful, and what am I missing because,
3: on that? Because it's just, it's just cool. I think it's like the production behind it, and uh, it's, I just think it's really cool. Like, I, I like a lot of old like ambient dub, like burial, mm. and like we've got like Aphex Twin and all that. But Billie Eilish is. I know. I think it's her brother. That does all the production. He does,
1: yeah. Finish. Well, I think just... the... I love her. I'm sorry, I do.
3: Well, and he I... did it all in the bedroom, which is
0: which right. is cool I was in say, itself. That is got to be definitely inspiring. and does that inspire you to know that there's these? I
3: do all that in there as well. Look, this
0: is a bedroom oh. studio.
1: that's so cool. You See that's the... Studio. Oh, that's the Oh my gosh, I'd be it. living in there 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's they awesome. You,
0: Look, that's, that's not bad. That's so yeah, the li- <laughs> for all the listeners, we are viewing Strange Bones' recording studio. (laughs) Where they eat, sleep, and they do their doo-doo. No, no, no. That's in another room. But hey, we're excited because I wanted to play you guys my favorite song from you guys. When I first heard Here Come the Wolves, I got so amped up. And so many of my buddies over here in the United States were like, oh my gosh, this is like the next anthem. It kind of reminded them of Rage Against the Machine on a level. I'm not sure why, but that aggression is what I know punches you right in the gut. And this is Strange Bones. Here Comes the Wolves.
4: Shimmer and diamond shines bright. To blink up high, the by the toxic lies, 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 lies. On the walls, blind authority, rich minority.
0: You know what I want to do right now? I just want to go break a window and start spray canning everything. I just want to spray paint everything, okay, Will? Like, literally, every single time I hear that.
4: There's a window behind you. There is a window. I should just start spray painting it. No, no, no.
0: I can't be doing that. Danny over here is going to be coming after me. I don't have that much anarchy in me, okay?
1: All right. What I want to know is how do you guys get the name Strange Bones.
3: Uh, well, it's, it's, like, it's the most ridiculous story you'll ever hear in your life. There's no, like, philosophical meaning behind it. It's basically, at the time, uh, I was listening to The Cramps a lot,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and watching loads of dinosaur documentaries. <laughs> so, I was trying to with the name, and it was just, like, uh, God, I had this big, long list, and then, it was
0: just, like... Hmm. <laughs> came from a dinosaur documentary? <laughs> That's probably the one uh, that is and strange. The cramps and the cramps and just, okay and
1: you guys missed last week we you had were- uh, <laughs> we had a dinosaur discoverer.
0: Yeah, fossil excavator on
1: our show. He actually discovered a sixty-five
0: million-year-old triceratops
1: in America. Wow,
0: twenty-three years old. (laughs) It's insane. So maybe Harrison Duran might not know that he's got some influence coming. I guess from Strange. He might have to come after ten
1: percent of your money. But that's
0: funny. I would have never. I would have (laughs) never guessed that. But I. I want to ask you guys. How's the music uh, making process like? I know that you guys got the home studio, and that's got to be really nice. Um, for all the listeners out there that want to get into creating music, what kind of software are you guys using?
3: Uh, I use Logic uh, Logic Pro. Uh, it's. I mean, if there's anyone out there wanting to make music, uh, all I've got to say is like you don't need a lot of gear at all. You mm-hmm. literally just need a laptop and an interface. You can just plug straight in. You can program all your, all your drums. You, can, you don't need anything. All you yeah. need is logic. That's pretty
0: cool. We actually had a punk band on stations, and they were actually talking about how they tracked all their drums digitally. And I was fooled. I mean, is that a lot of the, kind of the process in the beginning that Strange Bones does? Do you guys kind of layer out a yeah. drum track and then go in with the drum set later on? Yeah,
3: totally. On? Totally. Like, when I'm writing, I, I do all the drums MIDI, and then I either go into the studio or just layer up samples or...
1: Which which I kind of find is really cool. That's very much a new millennial style thing. It is. Because all the Gen Zers and, you know, and Xers out there, not Zers, sorry, Gen Xers out there, (laughs) they have to all get together to rehearse and figure out a beat. We're here. We can actually use technology to figure out what is that, and then continue the creating process.
0: I think that's so cool, and I'm beyond stoked to be playing you guys this new single, yes, Underdogs, on I the Chris Collins those. show. You guys bring yeah. something different, and it kind of gave me this early day like Rob Zombie vibe. You guys were using uh, yeah. sounds I've never heard before. And before we play the track, what are we hearing in those tracks? I mean, it's got to be something you guys are doing on the computer, right?
3: Ah, uh, well. Uh, the- for example, the drums for Underdogs started out with just a simple Amen break beat. That it's like I think it's a, a sample from like the '60s, which I just layered up and then put live drums over the top. And um, a lot of the synth sounds are just my, from my synths. That's and then lay so cool. guitars over the top and put the vocals on, and then got the real drums in the chorus, guitars, bass. Uh, well, I yeah. think so you
1: got- I think Bobby, you are Strange Bones. I don't think you need your brothers or anybody. That's terrible. (laughs) We're we're placeholders. We're placeholders. (laughs) You're there for the lighting, (laughs) the ambiance.
0: I play an instrument. I don't even know how to play the bass. You're, not even, you're not even plugged in. Bass.
1: Will's not even plugged in. He's just air guitaring.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are you even doing with your fingers? i it very seriously, Marissa. i take it very seriously. <laughs> hey, well, lads, I'm stoked to be showing this to all the listeners out there. Check them out. This is Strange Bones, and this is their brand new single, Underdogs. You know what that song reminds me of? It's like as if the band Motionless in White and Royal Blood had hardcore sex with each other. That's what Underdogs would be. (laughs) 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 It's so (laughs) (coughs) dope.
1: It's Spitting, what? Imagery. Spitting imagery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spitting imagery. No, I love it because you know when when I heard that track, I, I'm hearing more and more bands implement synth into the punk game. And at in early days, it always seemed like that was like a big no no. I mean, a lot of the times you'd hear punk well, that, bands not want anything computer generated. And what are your thoughts, Bobby?
3: Well, lastly, punk. That's one of the reasons punk came about in it because bands like Pink Floyd were just getting. Crazy with that King Crimson, just absolutely insane with all the synth stuff, and then Punk was like, "Nah, <laughs> yeah, right, right." but it's it's full circle in it, you know. Yeah. But I also
0: think with punk as well, they were always kind of the revolutionary ones to do something different than all the other genres didn't want to do. So I think there obviously is room to expand the different sounds. Like, I mean, with the rap game, it sounds like we're in the mumble-jumble phase. <laughs> Punk's going towards a different direction. And where do you see punk going in the next decade?
3: I don't know. Like, There's so many different avenues of punk. You've got like, the, the old-school punk. You've got the post-punk. You've got the... The new like kind of trap punk you've got—it's more of an ethos, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's more of a way of thinking. I don't think anymore it's defined to one genre. I mean, grime in the UK right now may as well be punk music. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Uh, see, I would have never viewed it like
3: I, that. Yeah, but it's a way of thinking. It's it's, the, it's re- rebellious art, isn't it?
0: So it's a mindset nowadays with punk more than actually doing like what three chord progression, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I
3: think so it's always been a mindset though, hasn't it? Punk music is,
0: it's rebellious art fundamentally. I think it's
1: it's playing what you want regardless if someone likes it or not.
0: That's right. And I mean, and when you guys as strange bands were first starting off, did you guys ever get in the cover game and like what was that first song you guys played together?
3: Uh I think it was um we played since we were it was uh Strychnine by the Sonics when we were little kids. Nice. And I think we did it we did a hives one as well.
0: See, I you, love that. Any, play, what about any Arctic Monkeys? You don't play covers anymore, right? Will? No, no. no, no more Monkeys. covers? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I'm doing my solo guitar. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, that's right. The, the, that's <laughs> what got replaced. photography of covers. But that's, you know, we need a different <laughs> talk show for that. It reminds <laughs> me of
1: like, yeah. well, you guys know the Pink <laughs> Torpedoes? Well, what's that? Yeah. Do you guys uh, know the pink, the pink Torpedoes? Yeah, what does yeah, that even mean? They do all the cover bands. Pink Torpedoes, they're a little band in the UK, oh, see, I, and they I, do I all the cover songs.
0: See, <laughs> we're learning something here, right, listeners? But hey, I wanted to play your guys' this song, Snake Pit, and how did the inspiration come with that track, and what is the meaning to it?
3: Snake Pit is about throwing uh, UK politicians into a Viking-esque snake pit. <laughs>
5: nice. you know, I love it okay, because can we throw when our I, US
1: politicians I, yeah, in there too?
0: When I watch <laughs> your guys' government on like let's say Facebook on a live stream, I always hear this. It's like order, order, order. you guys talk so goofy. I mean, sometimes I No, we really do. I'm like, you guys are a bunch of goofy goobers when you guys run your politics. And sometimes oh, I mom, just wish our please. Congress would operate like that. You know, it's like it's hilarious. I mean, it would pe- right. it would put less of the load off, right? I mean
3: yeah, but like our our, poli- <laughs> like our our politicians and our whole political system is like stuck in the Middle Ages. Yeah, it it's is. it's pretty messed up. Whereas your political systems, like, like,
0: uh, uh they're like.
3: <laughs> Celebrities, do you know what I mean? It, is. it, it does, does seem like that, right? You know.
0: I mean, we're all so focused on our meme it's culture. It's like
3: reality here. TV stars are now presidents. It's
0: yeah. crazy. <laughs> celebrity Apprentice, baby. sad day. Sad I remember day watching that when I was 10, and I would have <laughs> never thought that Donald Trump would be our president. But hey, we're hey st- the
1: Simpsons new.
0: The Simpsons knew. But hey,
1: The Simpsons knew everything.
0: <laughs> hey, but this is Strange Bones and this is their song Snake Pit. Check it out right now. So, Will, was that that air guitar you were talking about in Snake Pit in the opening? I mean, I, that's got to be some talent. In my
3: air guitar,
0: yeah. <laughs> my air guitar. I mean, that makes me want to my... raise I, – I mean, I'm shocked that 22 West <laughs> Studio actually looks normal right now because I wanted to rip the webcams off. I wanted to break that <laughs> door. I wanted to chuck Marissa through the window behind her. I mean, that –
1: I would kick you in the face if you tried
0: try it you're pretty good at air guitar you're pretty good but i could teach you a thing or two. Oh yeah Ooh, I can't what wait. are the listeners missing out on that is so key into being successful in the air guitar
3: i'm not going to tell you that because it'll be in my book you'll have to buy it oh
0: okay <laughs> i didn't even know you guys even awesome. had the time to write, awesome. write a book <laughs> hey but i just wanted to say where can the listeners follow you guys on social media Google Strange Bones. <laughs> I love it. And you guys, cheers, mates. We love you guys so much. All the way from Thank across you. the pond, Blackpool Thrashers, Strange Bones. And check guys. out their new music. And when can we be expecting new music from you guys? Real soon? Um, April. Ooh, okay.
3: So oh, keep us posted. Video, video next week.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So keep a lookout for that listeners. And the video,
1: we'll uh, we'll link it up on our site, too. That's right. Nice.
0: All right, rock and roll. Will and Bobby, thank you guys so much. And uh, check them out. Strange Bones.
1: And if you like what you're listening to, visit our website at com. Go to the store tab and become a member and get a free CCS t-shirt.
0: Yeah, Marissa, so you already know what's good. I mean, on Monday, the city of Los Angeles celebrated five-time NBA champion Kobe Bryant with the memorial service at the Staples Center in the house that Kobe built. Thousands attended the memorial at the home of the Los Angeles Lakers, the team that Kobe played with for the entirety of his 20-year NBA career. Ooh, yeah. In a live stream event watched by millions of people around the world, Michael Jordan lightened the mood by joking that he didn't want to look like another crying Jordan meme as the result of losing his friend. I'll have to look at another crying meme for the next... I probably weren't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. That is what Kobe Bryant does to me. I'm pretty sure Vanessa and his friends all can say the same thing. He knows how to get to you in a way that affects you personally, even though he's being
3: a pain in the ass. But he always, you ever
0: have a sense of love for him and the way that he can bring out the best in you. And he did that for me. And you know what was another special moment? I mean, listeners, do you believe in miracles? Because on the same day, Sabrina UNESCO spoke at Kobe Bryant's memorial, making history by becoming the first NCAA D1 basketball player, male or female. That's the insane amount. Male or female to score 2,000 points. 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists in a career on two twenty four twenty. 20
3: I wanted to be a part of the generation that changed basketball for Gigi and her teammates. Where being born female didn't mean being born behind. Where greatness wasn't divided by gender. You have too much to give to stay silent. That's what he said. That's what he believed. That's what he lived. Through Gigi, through me, through his investment in women's basketball. it
1: mm, has got the chills.
0: Yeah, I wow. mean, especially where you can hear from Sabrina's voice the impact that Kobe's brought, you know, towards her basketball mm-hmm. career since like day one. I know um, Kobe was mentoring her, like, yeah. uh, like I think at early age of like eight years old, and then to see that all her hard work that's paid off with the assistance of Kobe Bryant to see her break this insane record that, mm-hmm. I, that I feel like is going to be held for a, a very, very long time. And I hate to sound prejudice on the air, but it's like. I would have never expected a woman to reach that that statistic. Not, never in a million dreams. If before. I How had do you feel, if I had, no if
1: I had to bet money on it, I wouldn't either. I would've yeah. I would have figured maybe a man would have had it or you know first for some yeah. reason. And I think that's the biased culture of, you know, what we're raised in. Is right. my, I automatically assume, oh, a man must have gotten it first and now she's the first woman where it's the first person. Yeah. To get it, period.
0: It's amazing. And yes. let me repeat it again. She scored two thousand points, a thousand rebounds, and a thousand assists. That's insane numbers, and uh that's what's good. That's all I gotta say. But I just want to give a huge shout-out to Strange Bones again because Thank they you. were fabulous Skyping all the way from Blackpool. I know it's you know it's time for them to start drinking now. When yeah. We're just getting up. I'm like, where's my latte? But, hey,
1: Marissa. Uh, yeah, huh, and Chris, who is next week's guest?
0: I'm actually beyond stoked for this. This is going to be insane, listeners. We got the one and only Dr. Miami Woo-hoo! who's going to be a Skyping all the You've way from. You've heard in. him in the rap hey, songs. The Brazilian butt lift guru. I mean, the guy got second place in 2017 for being sna- Snapchat of the year. Who do you think he lost to, Marissa?
1: Snapchat of the year? Snoop Dogg.
0: DJ Khaled.
1: Oh. That's
0: insane presence on social media. Wow. And the millennial generation loves Dr. Miami. So we're looking forward to having him on the show
1: and if you like what you're listening to go to the chriscollinshow.com and become a member today and get that free ccs t-shirt and
0: be sure to tune in every friday at 10 a.m for the Chris Collins show live on 22s radio that is 88.1 fm hd3 and we're going to be playing you some strange bones as our final note this is napalm uber alice hopefully i pronounced that right
1: (laughs) peace ciao bellas